Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I have just two words for you. Right now, it's Hancock and Kelly. You two belong together. On St. Louis's News Radio, KMOX. Good evening, St. Louis. Uh, this is Braxton Payne filling in for Michael Kelly with his uh, esteemed best friend and partner and the best snooker player in St. Louis, <coughs> well, of course, uh, John I Hancock. I don't, I don't like uh, I've seen you play right. some pool. It's uh, it's pretty impressive, John. Yeah. Uh, during the break, we were I was, on, kind. I was on TikTok, yeah. um, which is, you know, an app that uh, us millennials and Gen Z and the Gen X TikTok. use. I don't know that I've ever done a TikTok. Uh, yeah. And what I'm in, you know, so... So when you're on TikTok, right, yeah. you get into different streams. And so you this stream, is like, you know, so like, on the TikTok. so like, you know, there's food, there's get dogs, the there's TikTok. there's shows like that I like to watch that are on there. TikTok. Um, and I was just, you know, I'm, what I'm the now heck is TikTok? donut TikTok. So it's just a, it's a video streaming service or yeah. I guess it's, you know, it's a, you can go up to two or three minutes now. Um, Ooh. it was owned by the Chinese. I think they sold it to an American due to some privacy laws, but, uh, they had the best algorithm. I mean, the most amazing algorithm. And I'm in donut TikTok after yeah. searching for donuts on Saturday. Fascinating. Um, and so I was wondering what is your favorite donut? Uh, to to partake in. Well, that's a that's a complicated question, Braxton. So you you, you know you got your donuts. So what I don't like. Let's start with what I don't. Okay. Like. Okay. So when they when they when they take a perfectly good donut and they pump it full of crap. Uh, amen. Uh, the creamy crap. I don't care what it is. It's crap. It's it's not a donut. A donut should be a dough and a nut. I mean, yeah, put a nut on there. Uh, so you know. I would I would like to say the old fashioned, which is just like a good old glaze. No, 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 no. The glazed has the glaze on it. Okay. So the old fashioned is the glazed without the glaze. Gotcha. It's just a donut. Uh, so, but but I like the glaze. I like the the donut. Uh, the, the old fashioned. Uh, I can be I can be tempted with the long john. Uh, chocolate or vanilla. Um, the truth be told, the chocolate long john. Oh, uh, it's an experience because you know you, a donut. You could conceivably eat a donut in three bites. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the long john, on the other hand, you got you're in that thing for like at least five bites. Yeah, and I think it's easier to eat. It's good to dip in coffee. Yes. Uh, oh yeah. So they're perfect for that. Oh. If you like coffee, Is, I, I like I like the sprinkles. I like the the vanilla like the with sprinkles. sprinkles. Yeah, huh. I think that would be my favorite. Uh, a little crunchy. I mean, I you know, if I want to crunch, I'll kind of go elsewhere. Um, but but you know, to each his own. To yeah. each his own donut. I mean, it, it's but the coffee thing that's interesting. So 
do you have Girl Scout cookies? You ever do uh, those? Yeah, yeah. So, of course. Do you dip your cookies in your coffee? Uh, so, I don't drink coffee anymore. Uh, it's something I've given up, but I oh, do geez. drink tea. These kids. Uh, so, I haven't drank coffee in about four or five years now, so I don't even drink caffeine, period. Abby, do you drink coffee? Sometimes. Uh-huh. But Not I love, often. so I love a it. good sleepy time or chamomile uh, yeah, tea at the end of the tea. night. Yeah, and I love my bag. Thin Mints in there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And I like yeah. to let yeah. the Thin Mints yeah. melt inside yes. the yeah. tea yeah. so yeah. you get the minty flavor. That's what I like. So you guys are both too young to remember the old Scott Teas. Uh, that's the that's the shortbread cookie of the Girl okay. Scouts. Okay. And somewhere... You know, when Obama got elected. Uh, uh, it's always his fault. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere back in the 2000s, they, the Scott T's, as long as I can remember, you had, the, and they were shaped like a little stop sign. You, and and, uh, and they were shortbread cookies, and they had sugar on top. You remember the sugar on You don't remember the sugar on top. And they had sugar on top of them. I mean, like a lot of it. And that sucker, you dip that sucker in the coffee, and the sugar gets into the coffee, and the, and the coffee takes it, and it's all mushy. And you take, you pull that out, and you just have, just have the little shortbread around your thumb and your and your index finger there, and uh, that's the only dry part of the whole cookie. And you put that puppy in your mouth, and it melts away, and the sugar is still crystallized in there, and it's, it's, it's oh my gosh, it's so great. And they took the sugar. Well, it probably out died the with the generation that loved it. I mean, if if, it's, if they're that old. Four three six seven nine hundred one eight hundred nine two five eleven twenty. I think it's a I think it's a conspiracy. I think the Girl Scouts had something really good going, and for whatever reason, they decided to penalize. All of the God-fearing Americans out there by taking the sugar off of the Scott Tees. Yeah. Well, if you remember the sugar on the Scott Tees, I would love to hear from you because well, I, it was the finest cookie ever made. So I I'm do sorry. think I have a theory around the Girl Scouts. You know, we have these MLMs, the multi-level marketing schemes that uh, a lot of millennials are doing on Facebook. You yeah. know, they, they sell the makeup or they sell, I mean, I don't even know, like the weight Wrapping loss, paper. something. And it's all... Stemming from Girl Scouts. I mean, they oh, were, yeah. they oh, learned it was a, a multi-level yeah. marketing yeah. racket, yeah. and still is. Um, and I mean, they do a good job. They do. I mean, but well, I well they used to when they put the sugar on the Scott Tees. <laughs> okay, so I like Samoas and the Thin Mints, and well, I Samoa, got into the Dosi Dos, the, the ones with the coconut on top. Yeah, the coconut. All right, and because those would have a little bit of like a crunch, but they're yeah, also a little yeah, gooey. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, those it. were my favorites. Do you like your cookies? Uh, do you put your Thin Mints in the fridge or the freezer? Freezer. Yeah, yeah. I, the people that don't do that, I think, are they're not Americans. Yeah, I just so don't think it's I mean, okay. you got you got all these people now that aren't Americans living here, and they don't put their thin mints in the freezer. What's the matter with people? So speaking of, uh, so you know, we're speaking about TikToks and going down what we call rabbit holes. TikToks, uh, by the way, as, as we like to, are, yes, you ever eat yes, of course, uh, I have some right here in my bag. I'm how sure. many how many TikToks would a typical mouthful? Would you like? You're not a one TikTok person, right? Uh, I mean, usually two. But two. Yeah, that's something. Yeah, I'm, I'm like two everything. Four I can't just have one thing. I, I do four or five of the Tic Tacs. I, mean, uh, I like one point? or two at a time. What's the and point then, of having the, and they, you can, the thing about it, you can put, put five Tic Tacs in your mouth. You can have Tic Tacs everywhere. Yeah. You got them up over, you know, under your jaw over here. You got them down below. You got one under your lip. Like the, where, do you like where the you original the, or do you like the flavored? Like the oh, ju- the the white Tic Tac. The white ones, yeah. Totally the, I mean, agree. why would you do anything other than the white Tic Tac? Oh, I mean, there's just certain things you just like shouldn't mess with. You right. know, when it comes to like, you know, pizza, hot dogs, you know, that's good steak. You know, you just don't, you don't, 
I I mean, talking about steak, I love steak. My wife doesn't yes. like steak, so when I go out to she dinner... She doesn't like steak. No, so I, that, that's you my treat. You married this woman, that's, and she doesn't like steak. But she, she'll eat it, but right. it, it's my treat when we go out to dinner, right? right? So I see these people at restaurants, and they're getting like the A1 steak sauce, or they get like oh. this this butter something on top of it just give me a steak if it's a good steak you don't need any you don't need any this is why elections go the way they go people are putting a1 on their steaks oh well, yeah i mean hello i mean if 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 whatever that piece of meat you've put on your plate if it requires a1 to be edible oh don't buy it in the first place. Well, I mean, or or you can cook, get it cooked well done with ketchup, like yeah, President and, Donald and, Trump, and, did, and make it does. into a form of a shoe and wear it to work. But yeah. I mean, don't eat the darn thing. So, John, yes, what is what would you say your worst food habit is? Um, or your Achilles heel, yeah, or you know, you have yeah. a fast food so, addiction. No, uh, my father grew up during the Depression. Mm-hmm. And so when I was a kid, if there was food out there, it was to be eaten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you didn't you didn't not eat whatever food was on the table. Or if you did not eat it, you ate it tomorrow. And I don't like leftovers. So my my problem is if if you put and I'm married to a Greek woman who's oh, like yeah. she serves food for that's that's in her DNA. She can't help it. And uh, so if it's on the plate I eat it, and I, I could be full. I could have been full 20 minutes ago. But if there's food sitting there, because Dad grew up during the Depression, you I'm going to eat that stuff. My parents used to make me sit at the dinner table until I'd finished my Every, food. Yeah, right, right. And they used to tell me that the fish ticks were chicken nuggets, and Ooh. I still believed that till I was probably 12 you or 13. You know, I haven't had a fish stick in decades. Mrs. Oh, Paul's, we I used to have are, those. Do they still sell them? I'm sure they do. Oh, of course they do. They I mean, weren't that bad, except... Except this is going back into the deep, dark recesses of my memory. But, you know, fish is supposed to be kind of white. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you cut into that fish. Stick. It's like the bottom of a salmon. I like, mean, you know, they were as dark as the skin. There's something in there that's not supposed to be in there, you know. Mm-hmm. and it, But you eat it because it's on the plate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, if. I, I just think that, like. We were, we were going to talk about digital marketing. In well, case we can you, still do that in a little bit. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, I yeah. just love. I mean, I love going out to dinner, as we mentioned, but I also think that my Achilles heel yeah. would be pizza. I could oh, eat pizza oh, oh, for every oh. meal, now, breakfast, lunch, dinner, yeah. all the time. Oh, Because there's so many different options. Cold pizza? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I love Emo's. I think Emo's is better yeah. cold than yeah. it is warm. Yeah. yeah, I could totally eat cold pizza. In the pizza. morning. Oh, yeah, yeah. With your little frou-frou tea. I, I don't even f- drink tea. It's it's uh, sparkling water. As, of, it, of course it is. I mean, that's what it is. A club soda in the morning. Sparkling water. That's what I drink. And it's cold pizza. I have a lot of other bad habits, and the coffee's not one of them. <laughs> well, he's Braxton Payne. He's an expert in digital marketing, and somehow uh, we're going to figure out a way to talk about that <laughs> when we return. Braxton, uh, and nobody wanted to call about the Scott Tees. I am very disappointed in all of you people They're out there. They're all sleeping or uh, Well, uh, you know, I mean, it was the greatest cooking. <laughs> ever made in the history and think about the history of cookies i mean that's a long history and the 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 scott tea with the sugar on it was the finest cookie and nobody not one of you people has (laughs) dared to call in i'm very disappointed uh we're gonna have to deal with this next week when michael kelly is back but (laughs) until then we're gonna talk a little digital marketing right here on the voice of st louis news radio 1120 kmox call from mom answer it call silenced Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast good evening this is uh, braxton Payne filling in for michael kelly uh i am here with uh john hancock you're doing we... a great job Bryce. thank you thank you this is my first time uh co-hosting but on kmox very many times uh but this is the first time actually co-hosting it's a different deal right oh, I mean, it's a little bit different because when yeah, you're yeah. a guest you're like answering you questions, answer questions and blah 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 but now you're a host yeah. you're a host yeah I, I mean it's it's been fun i mean it's nice and dark even though it gets dark at five o'clock which well, is we a whole got that lamp over situation. there now we, which we never used to have um That's, is this the one that trish was talking yeah, about trish the one? yeah trish yeah, gazelle's she, lamp. she stole it back she did it's it's in the corner there it's nice. a brand new addition top. here to studio b at the voice of st louis it's, teller, a, it's nice it's nice in here yeah we, we so got the uh the lights are turned down low <laughs> so one of the things that we were we were supposed oh, to yes. talk about oh, instead yes. of donuts and cookies last hour was digital marketing and yes. uh kind of what i do for a living and you know i didn't go to school for it uh it was just kind of something happenstance i had social media and at the time it was you know coming up uh, in political campaigns, you know, it was everyone needed a Facebook page and then it became everyone needed a Twitter account, Instagram. And now you're looking at donuts on TikTok. Now I'm looking at donuts on TikTok. Uh-huh. So one of the things that I think, John, I think you might experience this uh, with clients uh, on the Republican side is explaining, number one, uh, how it works. And number two, uh, why they need it for a campaign and why it's uh, something that's successful. Yeah. And, and you know, we've spent um, I go back to the Neanderthal age. Uh, when targeting meant you you separated who got which piece of mail mm-hmm. in the mailbox. You know, that's how we used to target. Or uh, you'd buy the Golf Channel to talk to Republicans, and you, right. you'd buy Oprah to talk to Democrats on television. I mean, that was targeting back in my day. And what what is able to be done today on, on digital marketing and the precision of the targeting, whether it's politics or, or certainly oh, anything, anything yeah. Uh, what kinds of information is is accessible to people like you yeah. who are buying uh, the, the slots and, and the, the data and sending out the messaging? Yeah, I, pretty much everything uh, is, is probably the best answer. You know, I always, always tell people, 
you know, unless you have a flip phone and pay for that flip phone in cash with a card and you only use cash and don't use a credit card, yeah. uh, everything's pretty much attached. I think one of the best examples that I always use in pitches to describe this is uh, if you go to Walgreens or you go to CVS, which most of us do, right. you have that Walgreens or CVS card to get those quote unquote discounts. Right. Um, all that is is they're they're making the money up on the back end because what they do is they sell those that data of what you bought on your credit card connected to your credit card and they sell it to companies that pay make, for that information they, that make brown shoe polish for exactly example, and then, I just bought some brown shoe and polish then you'll be it. seeing ads on yeah. you know. Uh, whether or not it's online or if it's in your mailbox, you'll be getting ads for those types of things. And um, there are different kinds of ads. Uh, so if you're the, the digital marketers, they can reach you in multiple different ways. Oh, totally. So you're a lot of times what you do is you buy the person, right? You're not buying the platform anymore. You used to buy the Post-Dispatch. If you right. wanted to get an ad in the Post-Dispatch, you go to the Post-Dispatch and say, hey, I want an ad on your website. Uh, now that's, in my opinion, not the best way to do it. You buy the people you're trying to target. Um, each phone, each smartphone has a unique device ID. They're all different. We all have our own. And 96% of Americans leave their location services on all the time. Mm. So what that means is you can go and they know I'm here at this building right now. And if I wanted to target people that are just at this building, I can place an Say ad. Say you've just got for a, that. a Slurpee shop or a, whatever you call those things. What do you call those things? They put the fruit in the thing and the ice. A and smoothie. The, yeah, right. Uh, Say so you got a smoothie shop that's in the building here, which we do. Yeah. They would know that you're sitting in the building and they could send you a smoothie advertisement for their smoothie 100%. right now. Yep. Yep. And and that's it's it happens. You know, we talk about, you know, we're not talking about politics, but political campaigns. What we do is, you know, when when we have a candidate going knocking on doors, yeah. you know, you're not going to hit. You know, if you knock on three doors, you might get one answer. Or, you know, you might get one answer in five. So might what we get do bit is, by a dog, but you leave something behind. Right? right. You leave a little piece of literature behind and Your say, hey, sometimes. I was here. So what we do is we target ads for the week before and the week after that they go knock on those doors because, you know, it's good to get, you know, any type of marketing, the more you see it. I mean, we talked about, you know, I think I don't know if it was you or maybe it was on the Glover show about RC Cola and Coca-Cola. You know, Coca-Cola spends millions and billions of dollars. Is their soda really that much different? I mean, yes, there, there could be an argument. There's a lot of opinions of, yes, it tastes, it tastes different, but their their recognition is there. So what you do with these targeting is I know you bought a razor, even though it's not my brand, I'm going to make sure that you know that my razor is better than yours. Well, and it's so true, you know, so I, um, I got into snooker, you yep. know, Michael and I. And so a couple of years ago, less than two years ago, but just before COVID, I went out there to billiards.com and I bought me and Michael our own snooker cues because mm-hmm. they're different than a pool cue. Buddy, I get billiards advertising. All the time. I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, I go to a YouTube channel to watch the highlights from the game last night mm-hmm. and I get a pool cue ad for 15 seconds before. And so, one of the best things that they're doing in, in the marketing industry now is. Is you'll see, especially if, if you're an avid user of Facebook, if you go buy, you know, shorts or something like that, and you'll see ads from other quote unquote other companies, but they're all using the same manufacturer. So it's really the same product, uh. just branded under different companies. So you think you're getting a different product and they all share that data. Um, and then, you know, obviously you can buy data from companies because that's how they make money on the back end. So to answer me this, because this, this really kind of freaks me out. So we're sitting there, it's me and Georgianne, the kids, and we're talking about, you know, kids, one of these days, you know, dad's going to need some extra help and, you know, we might want to look at a nursing home and, you know, what do you, you know, we Mm -hmm. have the family conversation about that. 
I've never looked it up online. I've never gone to a website. I've simply talked about nursing homes. Yeah. And then, bam, I start getting nursing homes. How does that work? So a couple of things. It's, it's, we call those contextual targets. So you are lumped in. So those, those are highly targets. We're talking about Smoothie King, and then there's a contextual target. So they target you based on your age. Uh, usually your socioeconomic status yeah. is a big one. But they're um, not listening to my conversation. Uh, no. I mean, oh. if, if they are, that, that would be awesome. But, but you, when you do <sighs> click, so no. like, but like Facebook, uh, like if you spend a certain amount of time on a certain thing, they'll reserve you that again. And just be, you don't, never have to click on it, never have to like it, never have to comment. But if your eyes are on that on your screen for over a certain amount of time, it goes into their algorithm that you may be interested in this type of information. So then that'll continue. So maybe if you're scrolling through something and you spent two seconds on a, a nursing home ad, and you only spent one second on a dog video, they're going to reserve you those nursing home ads over and over again. Wow, but they're not listening to my conversation. Mm, in not Target. that I'm aware of. Okay. I mean, I think that would be pretty illegal. Yeah, I mean, but it is weird though because I've talked to people that, but but it's probably because we've spoken it, but we've also probably checked. Or, or, or you know, when, when you're when you're talking about something in a conversation and you see it on your phone, you probably thought, oh, that's weird. So you spent more time looking at uh -huh, that than uh -huh. you did than you normally. So then you get it reserved again and it just goes into your goes into your consciousness and the algorithm. Folks are keeping an eye on us out there, you and me, and uh, even Braxton Payne. In fact, Braxton Payne's probably keeping an eye on you right now. <laughs> kind of scary. Hey, uh, well, we're getting close to the end here, but when we come back, we're going to revisit this football topic. Uh, really fascinating results from a survey that Braxton's company did uh, released today about you, about St. Louisans, and how they feel about this St. Louis lawsuit against the uh, now L.A. Rams and what should be done as a result and what St. Louis should get out of the deal. We'll talk about that after this on KMOX. Hey, y'all. John Hancock in uh, for Hancock and Kelly. Braxton Payne is my sidekick this evening. He's been absolutely informative and delightful, Braxton. Uh, oh, thanks thank so much you, for uh, filling in. We're watching uh, over, over your shoulder there. We're mm -hmm. watching the Los Angeles Rams losing. To the San Francisco 49ers, 31-7 to right now. And uh, the Rams are driving. And the Rams, of course, used to be driving down at the Edward Jones Dome uh, here in St. Louis. They won the Super Bowl in the year 2000. Had some very good seasons in St. Louis before Stan Kroenke decided he was going to deconstruct the team and uh, basically generate a loser that would then reduce attendance that would then allow him to have some kind of an excuse to get out of town. Well, we now know that it looks like uh, that he, the, he violated the league's relocation guidelines. The league violated those guidelines. And you, Braxton Payne, at the uh, Show Me, oh, I'm sorry, yeah, Show Me Victories, conducted a survey. Right. And you found that 71% of people in St. Louis of registered voters are paying a lot or some attention to this story. That's a lot. Yeah, it definitely, especially like any type of, uh, you know, it, I would consider this even like a political issue because the, the money at the end of the day, with if there's a settlement, is going to go back to the sports authority and St. Louis City and St. Louis County government. So it's going to, that'll be an interesting whole different conversation we yeah. can talk about, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we saw like, you know, was, we asked them, you know, four basic questions, you know, whether or not they would support or oppose uh, different items. Uh, we, we asked them if they would support a new team, a new whole new expansion team. Yeah, expansion team. Uh, the Los Angeles Chargers uh, coming to St. Louis, uh, yeah. which is something that's been floated. Uh, the billion dollar plus settlement that's been uh, floated. Um, but then also, um, would we support it just going to a jury trial? 
And so a couple of things that I found that was really interesting with this survey um, was, you know, the even split among what people would want. Right. So twenty. So we 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 studied uh, seven hundred registered voters in St. Louis City and St. Louis County. That's a lot. Um, and we have a margin of error of plus or minus four percent. Yeah. Um, and so uh, with that question of of those four situations, twenty two percent said they would support uh, if they had to choose. Uh, they would support a new expansion uh, team. Only 10% said they would like the Chargers to relocate Nobody here, wants the Chargers. Which is not surprising. They're not right. a great team. Uh, then the $1 billion settlement was at 24%. So right within the margin of error of yeah. the first one, uh, the expansion. And then 23% support a jury trial. So, wow, it really kind of split. And then 21% yeah. said they don't know. So yeah. they could support one of those uh, or multiple of those. Yeah, I think the people that say they would like to see the jury trial, they want to see the NFL get soaked. Yeah. And uh, so, I mean, that's basically what, what that's communicating. Uh, but I was a little bit surprised at how healthy the percentage was of people that wanted a football team after all of this. Because right. those of us of a certain age remember the Cardinals leaving in 19, after the 1988 season. And now we remember the Rams leaving after the 20, what was it, 16 season. Right. And... You know, do you want to go through that? I mean, and the NFL is is a cabal. Well, you know, and I don't I mean me personally. I don't know that I want another football team with that league. Yeah, I, I think one of the things that's interesting with with the NFL is you know St. Louis has great viewership. Um, you know, and not only watching the NFL, soccer, uh, you know, you hockey. We're always in the top ten, and we're not that big of a, right, of a market. Right. Um, baseball. Um, and I think one of the things that's interesting is is you saw the the Los Angeles when they had no team, yeah. and then they had two teams. Their viewership of the NFL just dropped. Yeah. Um, because they were more of a betting town. Um, and you know, so in our poll, we had forty nine percent said they would like an expansion team. So about fifty percent of registered voters said yeah, that that surprised hey. me. I I think that was the most surprising finding in this whole survey. Uh, that one out of every two St. Louisans would take an expansion NFL team. And and maybe some of that has to do with the Battlehawks' success. You yeah. know, we see okay, we're, we're going to get a new team with no baggage. Um, we're able to brand it and do with, you know, who knows what the ownership, you know, what the stadium would look like, who, you know, we don't, we didn't ask any of those questions. Um, but would you just generally support it? And I think that, um, it, it, I mean, obviously it's always a possibility that we could get one out of the settlement. Was there any kind of, uh, I'm thinking about age groups, mm-hmm. um, were older people less likely to want to another football team and just say to heck with it, we're done. And younger people were more likely or, or was it? Other than that, no, actually, younger people were the least supportive. Wow. Um, so between the ages of eighteen to thirty-nine, only forty percent said that they would support an expansion team. The, oh. Actually, the highest number was uh, ages forty to forty-nine, which was fifty-eight percent said they would support an expansion team. That's uh, interesting. And then ages fifty to sixty-four was fifty-three percent, and then sixty-five plus, so your oldest uh, yeah. generation, you're most most likely to vote, said fifty percent. Um, they would like a so the younger people are team. done with them. That's yeah, interesting, and I, and I think that's something that it's it's recent to them. Uh, you know, I, I you know maybe it has something to do with the Cardinals. You know, we lost a team, we got another team, so right. they, they think okay, we, we could we could do this whole you know caboodle again. Yeah, it was so hard though. Uh, you know, when the when the football Cardinals left, and and they were they were really bad in the beginning and then they were really good they had a three or four year run in the in the early 70s where they were quite good 
and then they were really bad again. And and by the time they left, they were starting to get good mm-hmm. again. And that was hard. I was because I was a big diehard Big Red fan, lived and breathed it, you know. And you you're sick on Mondays when they lose, and you're happy when they win, and and that's kind of the life of a football fan. And then the Rams came, and the Rams were. I mean, they were the L.A., you know, they were the Los Angeles Rams. Right. And now they're in St. Louis. That's kind of cool. You, you got a team. And it, by the time they got good in the Kurt Warner, Marshall Falk, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Isaac Bruce turf, era. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was way cool. And and this town was electric over the over the Rams. Um, and then they were so bad at the end for five or six years in a row, and and they're gone. Um, and, the, and the NFL is, is such a – I, I mean, know, cartel. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would love an expansion team personally. I think it would be fun. I mean, who knows the logistics of it? But also, I would love to see a jury trial. I would love to see Robert Kraft take too. the stand. Me too. I would love to see Stan Kroenke, Roger Goodell. Me I would too. love them just to have to testify and yeah. under oath. And they, you know, they have all those papers or most of them they're going to get, you know, Robert Kraft still holding out. I think the last I heard. Right. Um, but if they're going to have, they can't lie. Um and they knew what they did. It was a money grab to get a team in L.A. with this multi-million dollar sports complex, yep. billion dollar sports complex, I guess. Uh, and they, I just think they knew exactly what they were getting into. Um, and, and and knew and for some they, years what was going I mean, mm-hmm. you know, this didn't just happen. And oops, uh, boy, the fans are no good. I mean, this was an orchestrated, planned exodus of a city in order to cash in you know in, a, in another market i mean that's what it was totally i we sent out this poll you know i sent an email blast out to some clients that are in different cities and the responses i got from them like you know the the narrative that st louis is a bad sports town is you know my friends in green bay right yeah. i mean green bay is obviously you know a town of a hundred thousand people and they fit eighty thousand people in that stadium you know they come from everywhere um, and they're like, nobody ever thought St. Louis was a bad sports town. I mean, the fact that they are even trying to use that narrative is just absolutely laughable. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. That's Braxton Payne with Show Me Victories. Really fascinating. If people want to find and dig into this poll, is there some place they can go? Yeah, if you just go to showmevictories.com, uh, it is right there on the homepage if you scroll down a little bit. Uh, it's also on my Twitter page at Braxton STL. All right, and when we come back... It's your time your time on the show if you want to weigh in, 314-436-7900, 1-800-925-1120. Otherwise, I'm going to tell a story. That's next on X. Well, we're talking a little uh, NFL. We're talking a little uh, Rams losing tonight, which uh, makes all of us happy. And uh, joining us right now at 436-7900 is Big Al. Big Al, welcome to X. Great show, you guys. Thanks. Hey, uh. I'm friends with Tom Banks to this day. I go back that far. The I had center. a press pass Tom in Banks, 79. Number, number 54. Yes, 54. Yeah. And uh, I uh, was wanted to be in broadcasting when I was 17, interviewed, went down for four years to every big red game, interviewed O.J. Simpson his last year. Mm. And uh, I Bidwell didn't want to leave. No, that's sure. right. That's right. And Kroenke knew what he was doing as soon as he bought the option because he knew that Georgia's kids couldn't pay the inheritance tax of 40% and can't use the team for collateral. 100%. I went down to the relocation hearings at Peabody when Randy Carricker cried, God love him, and told those guys to leave, stand here, and do the right thing. And you know what? Bring your checkbook, Stan, and it'll never happen because they won't get those idiots on stage. Be, or on the stand, you, you know it. But my question is this, boss. 
who says, first off, if the city and county leaders are calling the ball, we'll never get a team. Who in the heck is saying, okay, we want the money? Please tell me it ain't Tashara and Page. Well, I, it's, it, I'm sure it is Tashara and Page, and it's, but it's also oh, it's also probably the, the lawyers, right? I mean, And the Regional Sports Commission is yeah, part of that lawsuit as well. Right. And, well, but, there's our only hope. Yeah. Right I mean, there, the regional. I mean. All right, Come thanks, on. Big Al. Appreciate it. A little, little trip down memory lane there with Big yeah. Al talking about Tom Banks. He was a cent. You know, the, the, the that Cardinal team had one of the great offensive lines of all time. You had Dan Deerdorf at left tackle. Conrad Dobler was on that line. Uh, Tom Banks, Roger Finney was the right tackle of that line, and uh, can't remember who the right guard was, but it was a, it was one of the finest offensive lines, and they protected Jim Hart. That's all before your time. See, Brax. Well, speaking of uh, you know offensive linemen, uh, I believe it was, maybe it was defense. Uh, Doctor Golden, he was the president of Fompon when I was there yeah. for several years, and yeah. he was a football player, and I'll never forget. When I met him for the first time, shaking his hand, yeah. and it, I felt like his entire hand just engulfed mine, and yeah. I felt like, like you know, honestly, I was a toddler shaking a grown man's. Uh, uh, his oh, those hand. are those are big guys. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, you think about. Uh, I don't know if you saw the game the other day where the the guard inadvertently caught the pass and ran to three hundred twenty seven pounds. And go, went tumbling into the end zone. Of course, he was ineligible, so the touchdown got called back. But it was still an impressive feat uh, by a three hundred pound lineman. Yeah, I mean, and you know, Big Al was mentioning like who's gonna, you know, who's gonna make the final decision. I mean, I think, I think they they listen to the advice of the lawyers and the get how much, team, yeah. and I think is they get as much money as they can out of the process. And knowing that right now, I mean, like you mentioned earlier, every single. Uh, ruling by the judges have gone in the well, city. Well, the NFL's tried favor. to move this case out of St. Louis how many times now? Four or five. Yeah, yeah. and it's it ain't happening clearly, and it's going to go to trial on January the fourth. And 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 Al was right. The last thing the NFL, aside from spending all this money, which they are loath to do, but the last thing they want is to put all of their owners. Uh, up on the stand for a trial because this is a cabal. It is a cabal. This oh, yeah. league. I mean, it's all about the advertising. You know, advertising dollars is number one. You know, got the merchandise uh, and on all those things too. And I think with with the NFL, I mean, there there. I mean, they are they control Sundays. They control Thursdays. They control Monday yeah, nights. Yeah, now, yeah. I mean, yeah. and and who knows when is when? Is, I mean, I I I was thinking about this on Sunday. I was like, okay, you get these Sunday games, and some of them are between. Two and four, and a one and or zero and six. The Detroit Lions You're team, right. but it's all come down to the sports betting. I mean, my friends. Yes. I mean, it is absolutely insane. It's it's not just the fantasy football like it used to be. It's they have three fantasy leagues, and then they're also, you know, in Illinois, in Missouri, it's you know not legal to bet online for sports yet. Um, and they all they do is they take that five minute drive across the river, park in a parking lot, and they place their bets. I mean. Yeah, uh, there's no doubt about that. And you look at the top-rated television shows. Well, it's football. Oh yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's you football. look at like what England, you know, right? You know, their most popular sports soccer. Right. But they have betting programs on the front of their jerseys. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, we're not far off from having right. you know a one eight hundred you know bet we, here now. We, can't, we cannot leave this program until we talk to Doug. Okay. Doug has got a cookie comment. <laughs> finally, uh, finally, St. Louis has redeemed itself in Did my eye. Did you text eye. somebody? Did you text Doug, Doug, you're on KMOX. What do you think about these cookies? Well, John, all I can say is after you've had a really fine cigar, there's nothing better, or before a fine cigar, nothing better than some good coffee and some of those cookies you're talking about. Yeah, the Scott, you, because, do you remember that the, they had the sugar on top of them? Remember those? 
Of course I do. Of course. Absolutely. So, Doug, of course I do. So Doug, we, we got through talking about it. We went to the break. I, I pulled my phone out, and I Googled Scott T, Girl Scout cookies, sugar. Nowhere it's as if they never existed. Oh, I know they're gone. They're gone, but but yeah. you can't even find historical references to them. I mean, they, they've been wiped out. Uh, the the whole history of the sugar laden Scotty cookie has been wiped off of the face of the earth. It's a conspiracy, Doug. Well, there's your cancel culture for you. Yeah, right, <laughs> right, yeah. And hey, Mr. Hancock, let me tell you something here. Yeah, buddy. If 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 you can put me on hold, I can give my phone number to the lady who answered the phone, and you can give me a call sometime so you and I can get together, have that cigar in Chesterfield. Doug, you know what? I'm going to put you on hold, and the lovely, right. uh, the lovely and talented Abby is going to take your phone number down. Uh, and uh, at some point over the next few, now, if I recall, Doug, you you have some visual impairedness. Is that correct? Oh yeah, but I get around. I take Lyft. Yeah, yeah, but I I would have to call you as opposed to text you, right? No, you can text. Oh, all right. Well, perfect. Absolutely. Then, so so Abby's going to take your information down, Doug. Uh, I'll bring a couple of Cohibas by, and uh, and we'll see what happens. Well, we, we don't have to do that. We can go to the cigar shop, and we can have a nice one there. He's got a nice, comfortable place there. and uh, beat it. You have a little little drink if you want, and, uh, you know, the whole thing. Doug, thank you. Thanks for joining the well, show, and thanks for reminiscing well, about the Scott Tees. You're welcome, and I really enjoy it. I always enjoy when you guys are on. It's always a lot of fun. Thank you very much, sir. Take care. Have a good night. You, you too. All right. How about that, Brack? Somebody who remembers the Scott T cookie, the perfect cookie. The the one person in the, what does Charlie always say, 90,000 watts? So 100,000. 100,000 watts. 50,000 watts. Whatever yeah. it is, it's 50,000 Well, watts. so before, before I forget, we were yes. talking about football, and I just wanted to say one thing. So we are getting professional, not really, college football in St. Louis for the first time. What? So my alma mater. College uh, football in St. Louis. My alma mater, Fontbonne University, located in Clayton, Missouri, is going to have a sprint football team. It will be the first in the Midwest. Uh, and sprint football was originated from, you know, the Ivy League schools, Princeton, Yale. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that you have to be in the sprint football, John. What's the sprint football? So you have to weigh in before every game. You have to be oh, that's under right. 185 pounds <laughs> in order to play in this football <laughs> league. lets me out. And, uh, and so what I think is interesting, too, is this, this league uh, at Fontbonne is, is started by actually two females. We have a female athletic director and a female president. And their idea was we want to get... A uh, football. So are football girls shows. playing? Uh, girls can play. Anyone can play. Um, but it's oh. mainly going to be. I mean, it, it, we. I would think it's mostly going to be males. Huh. Um, but we're going to play. You know, at a slew. Slew High School's field, and I think it's going to be fun to have something back, something to tailgate on Saturdays. Um, but in all other respects, it's football. Another, uh, yeah, everything. Four it's downs, rules. Four downs. You running got, backs, wide receivers. Yep, the offensive line, defensive line. Just rush has, the quarterback. And it's when I say it's popular in the Northeast. I mean these these Ivy League schools. It's it's one of their helmet sports uh, in a lot. Well, of these. it's because those people don't eat anything up there. I mean, <laughs> you, you got a bunch of people weighing 170 pounds, and right. you know. Uh, you know, I mean, but, when's you know when was the last time you could play sprint football, John? Well, when I was married, uh, I weighed 165 pounds the day I got married, 30 almost 31 years ago, and I married this magnificent Greek woman who wow. is a magnificent cook, 
And I have not weighed 165 well, pounds. I can tell you, I uh, I went to Greece for my honeymoon. Oh, and yeah, if that's I right. I, I was there for 10 days. Yes. And if I would have been there for 10 more days, I think I would have gained 10 more pounds. Oh, wow. There is you no doubt. It was the best food. I love sharing so, food, too. Just, it's oh, yeah. oh, I mean, baklava. I mean, I can oh, just eat it the by the blocks. Yes, I yes. Mean, the moussaka. And oh. I like it warm with a little bit of ice cream, right, too. I'm starving. This is my problem. It's now 10 o'clock. I'm going to go home and eat. Because of Thank you, Braxton. You're welcome. Thank you, Braxton. And thank you, Abby. You guys have been great to work with. Uh, stick around. It's the best of Glover coming up on The Voice of St. Louis. KMOX. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.